What's up, guys? Welcome to the Honest at Tour podcast. We're glad that you are back. My name is John Messa. I'm joined by Matriano. Hey, how you doing? And our guest this week is Aaron Davis. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? And you know what's kind of interesting? I've done podcasts before, but this is my first time doing an in-person podcast. Oh, shit. It's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. I mean, like, we did one podcast where uh, the guest wasn't here, and we felt like they sucked. You know, like it just didn't feel right. I didn't feel like I get, I got to really know the person. I felt so disconnected from the I mean, experience. there was a shit ton of technical difficulties that came along with that one too. On so top of that too, cool. you know what I'm saying? But like, even like, uh, I would rather do in-person consultations than like over online, you know, but like for the sake of like efficiency, I do them online. Yeah. But of course, I feel like when you do like an in-person consultation with someone, you, you get to know so much more and you get to yeah. vibe with each other a lot more. And I think- that plays very well in a podcast form. Exactly. You feel the energy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So we usually start the show like this. Why don't you tell people your name, where you're from, uh, how long you've been tattooing, and uh, a little bit of what, what you do. Okay, cool. Uh, my name is Aaron Davis. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been tattooing for four and a half years, and my style is Afro-Americana tattoos, which is basically traditional tattoos, but focus on black people, black culture, black history, but just taking that traditional aesthetic and just applying it to melanated people. Cool. I love that, bro. I love that. I think like, you know, out of all of the episodes that we've made, you are the first tattooer in, dude, I've been tattooing for a really long fucking time that has brought that to the forefront and kind of like wanted to like make more, bring more attention, you know, and, and kind of took that and I was like, I'm going to run with this, you know, and bring attention to it. And I think you're doing a great job with that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You're doing it. Out of all the podcasts that we've made, there's been times that, you know, like we've wanted to discuss certain things in the podcast, especially that have to do with like, you know, tattooing people with different skin tones, darker skin tones, where like I have some experience, but most of the tattooers that are, have come on the panel probably don't. And that's the reality of it all. And like, it's there's so many different questions and like different there's so many different like stigmas from you know the industry either from gatekeeping you know in a sense of like you know uh like tattooers that are you know like uh Kevin brought up you know like it was hard for him to even just try to get an apprenticeship you know because people didn't want to give him one you know to like uh to to break it into the industry to then just tattooing and then having like a chip of like people just like either thinking like you're not going to do a good job. And that's actually like happened to me and people at my shop before there was like this, uh, this white girl that kind of walked in. She was like, Oh, I want to get a tattoo. I'm interested in this, this, that. And we were down to help her. It was like, it was cool. She yeah. was excited about it. And then she called up her, her boyfriend, which is crazy because he happened to be black as well too. And her boyfriend was like, Oh, I told you not to go to that shop. Black people, they can't tattoo that good. You know? So what? what? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And, and it's crazy because the boyfriend, he was on speakerphone. Like, we, everybody, <laughs> you heard, everybody heard what he said. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, bro. So it's like, there's these stigmas that really don't make any type of sense. You know what I mean? Like, we're all artists. Like, like look at the, like the, the caliber of our work. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think it is harder for a black tattooer to start tattooing or get his foot in the door. It, it just is, you know, like. I, I told a brief story, you know, when we were doing the podcast with Bobby and everybody of like, you know, when I started tattooing, like I went to a shop and I didn't really feel welcome in that shop. 
you know, it took a little bit of like, look, going to different shops. I felt like, oh, I connect with these people and stuff like that. How was it for you? Uh, well, for me, I, I don't know, whenever I walk into a white shop, it just didn't even feel like they looked my way. Like that's the, that's kind of the big thing. They didn't even see me as an option to even like offer an apprenticeship to. And I'd never really thought that I would even be tattooing because for one, you know, tattoo apprenticeship, they could cost money, you know, yeah. they cost money, time, a lot of effort, you know what I mean? And you just have to connect with the people at the tattoo shop. I never really felt that before. So I just never had the opportunity, but I just kind of got my apprenticeship really, really fucking randomly. I was a part of this art show that was at the tattoo shop that I did my apprenticeship at. And we were just doing some behind the scenes videography work with the owner. We were interviewing him. And after the interview, I was like, hey, so like, what does it take to get an apprenticeship? And he was like, oh, like, just come through and learn. He was another black dude. So we had that connection. Like, we were talking to him. We were vibing. We were all just kind of smoking in front of the shop and shit like that. So it was just a natural connection that I never really had at any type of, like, white tattoo shop that's just it just hasn't happened ever you know what i mean yeah happened it's it's, i've gotten connections after you know tattooing yeah but like beforehand it just i just never felt comfortable you know you know what's crazy and you i want to hear everybody so like when i got my apprenticeship i never asked the person how long they had been tattooing oh i had you did you did ask yeah yeah i didn't ask i was just like well, they own a tattoo shop. They must have been doing this for some time long enough. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I just was very uneducated about it. So I never even really asked, like, oh, how long you been tattooing? Actually, no, nothing about, maybe I didn't ask, but it was told to me. Okay. At least I knew very, very early on. Okay. 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 How, how long had your mentor been tattooing at that point? He started in the early 80s. So I started in, in like mid 2000. So it's been about like 20 something years that he was tattooing. He was already he tattooing. Was when he taught me. Holy shit. That's yeah. crazy. What about your mentor? Uh, he was 10 years in. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I feel like that's a good amount. Like, I feel like 10 years in, like some people will say that like, maybe that's not the time to get an apprentice or whatever. But I think 10 years, you, you have a lot to give. You know, you can give somebody a, like a good amount of knowledge to get them to the point where they can have a good base of a career, you know, to kind of keep going. Some people might argue with that, but I think so. You know, I feel like 10 years in, you know a lot. You know, you know a good, you know, you don't know everything. Good enough to teach somebody. Good enough to teach somebody like the basics basics of tattooing for sure and fundamentals. And you've had enough experience at that point to look at your work and see what worked, what didn't work in the last like, you know, seven years or so. And you're like, okay, you know, this is going the right direction or it's not. But yeah, I, I don't even remember how long like my mentor had been tattooing at that point. Did you, did you guys care about like the style that your mentor had? Cause like my mentor, he's a, he's a realism artist. So he knows he, he has done traditional tattoos before, but he's definitely focused on like just mainly black and gray realism. Okay. No, I, I didn't even think about it either. Not so much. So <clears throat> I was telling, I was telling the guys yesterday that I started tattooing, trying to figure it out on my own. And then after fucking up a couple of my friends, I stopped and I started looking for an apprenticeship. What I didn't say yesterday is before I got the apprenticeship at the shop that I found, it took me a good like seven or eight shops trying to find an apprenticeship and they all turned me down. So by time that this guy said, yeah, I was like, I don't even care like who you are or what you know. Let me in. Yeah, I would agree, man. I was like, yo, if you said, yeah, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to get my foot in the door and I'll figure it out from here. 
That's wild. The very beginning of your tattoo career, when do you decide of like, I like traditional, but I want to change this to connect with something that feels, that is reflects my culture and the things that I'm passionate about? Not going to lie, it was kind of immediate. When I started my apprenticeship, I didn't really know anything about tattooing at all. I didn't know, I didn't even know that there, there were many tattoo styles, for real, for real. Yeah. It was like, a, I was a complete newbie and I got tattooed, but I drew my own designs because as an artist, you know, you, you're like, oh, let me, you know, draw some shit and put it on me or, you know, and pay somebody to put it on me type mm-hmm. shit. Uh, so I didn't know much about the tattoo industry. So my mentor, he was like, oh, draw a lot of different styles, like draw some line work, draw some uh, like black work, like designs, draw some traditional stuff. And I did this one traditional bear that I was like, I, like I basically just kind of redrew it in my own, in my own way. And it was so fun. Like I, I never thought about traditional tattoos as even a thing. And you see this in a lot of, with a lot of black people, honestly, we're like, we're like traditional tattoos there for white boys. That's how we see it for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. Because you just, it, there's no imagery in it for us. So we just were like, you know, just white boys have that. That's their thing. It's like a disconnect from yeah, the style. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I drew it and I was like, oh, this is a good time. Like I'm having fun drawing this design. And like, I hadn't had that much fun drawing something new in a very, very long time. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'll just make them black just because I'm black. All my clients are black. I like drawing black people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, even before I was tattooing, I was working as a children's book illustrator. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like if the author of the children's book that I was working on, if they didn't mention the specific race of a character, I would just make them black because we need more black kids in the children's books anyways. So that was just like, that was my mindset with art just even before getting into tattooing. Did any of the uh, authors ever see the illustrations and be like, nah, I don't want to be a black kid. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would. That would be a real interesting conversation. Yeah. I'd be like, so, so, so why not? Okay. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like when I went into tattooing, I basically had that same mindset. Like, oh yeah, this is, I'm just going to make them black. And I didn't think of it as anything more than that. I was just like, oh, this is just something that I do. Let me find other artists who do this same type of like traditional, but with black people thing. And I just, I just hopped on Google. Cause I'm like, yeah, they, this has to be a thing. Like, let me just, let me just see how other people are doing it. Yeah. I was searching for like two months and I found like three artists who like did this type of work. And when I figured that out, I was like, wow, this is like some bullshit. You yeah. know, this is really fucking weird. Like, there's no reason that there are only white lady heads in traditional tattoos, essentially. Like there's like there, there's really no reason, especially like a style that's been around for a hundred these the longest tattoo style, like in terms of American culture. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just so unusual to me. So I was like, and I knew that other people were doing it. It's just that like they just couldn't be found. So I was like, let me spread this word, this name Afroamericana just so it's easier for people to search and Google this information. Because if you search black traditional, you're just going to get a traditional tattoo, no color. Yeah. You know, if you search like African-American traditional, it kind of pulls up some weird shit. Like it's like it, it doesn't quite you don't quite find that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, let me let me just uh, take this name Afro-Americana and really just push it. So like people who have done this work before can get the shine that they deserve. And people who want to do this, uh, this type of work and who want to get this type of work can easily find it and just pull up like on Google. Hey, I want this style, you know, because I know if I want it, then 
so many other people want it. Honest Tattooer is brought to you by Ink Maps, the ultimate tattoo app for tattooers. Upload your image and instantly read dominant colors and get precise color matches for any tattoo ink brand. You can mix colors, see how they look on your client's skin tone, and even explore value isolation and stencil creation. Compare brands, dive into color properties, and achieve perfect color harmony every time. Import your palettes into Procreate and Photoshop, plus conveniently attach projects to clients for future reference. You can simplify your tattoo process with Ink Maps. Download now and revolutionize your artistry. Use coupon code HONESTTATTOOER for 50% off your first year subscription. Honest Tattooer is also brought to you by Tattoo Armor. Literally the best way to wrap your client at the end of the day. No mess, no adhesives, and they are super comfortable. You can try it for yourself by going to TattooArmorUSA.com. They were able to hook us up with a 20% discount for our followers. Just use the code HONESTTATTOOER on your next order. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. That's a good one, man. Because I think like, dude, so many times, like kind of we were talking about with Bobby yesterday about, uh, you know, he hates the, in the name neo-tradition. A lot of people do, but like there has to be a way to communicate something that could have so much range and variety, you know, like like nobody wants to be in a box. But when you're trying to package it and, and, and put it out there, you know, there needs to be some common denominator. You know what I'm saying? And like, you're right. Like I never thought about like, Oh, how would you describe this one very specific thing in tattooing? You know, so, you know, kudos, man, for for taking the time to be like, put the thought into something, you know, to do that. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Bro. I mean, for real, because you know? it, it takes. It takes a lot of brain power to be like, <laughs> oh, wait, there's this. This doesn't exist. And there needs to be a way to like find something and, and be able to put it out to the people. And I think like that's something that 10, 15 years down the line I feel like you're going to see other people that you inspired, you know, by you just putting out your message. And that's going to be super powerful, man. And I, I, I hope so, because at the end of the day, I'm just a regular guy. Like, I'm really just a super regular, everyday person. I just want to do cool fucking tattoos and just make people like specifically black people's skin just like shine and make people feel good about themselves, you know? Um, and it's kind of crazy seeing like so many, pretty much every one of my videos, every re- every reel that I post, every like tattoo that I post on my page, there's somebody saying, oh, I didn't even know that this was a thing. Like you are the person who makes me like traditional tattoos. I didn't even know that like we could really get traditional tattoos like that. Like that, that type of, that type of language is like common that I hear that a lot. And it, it really makes me sad because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like this. Absolutely. Like there's no reason for this to happen. And even people have that have been doing Afro-Americana longer than me. I'm really glad. I'm really, really happy that I could, you know, create a a sense of community where not just people are knowing me, but people are knowing like Wes Holland, like who, you know, he tattoos out in Atlanta with me or Mahogany Shaw, who's in fucking Ohio or like just different types of people. And even people that have been doing it for, for decades, decades, like, Jackie Gresham, who I don't know if you know who she is, but she's the first black woman to open up a shop in the New United Orleans. States. New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah I've been our, to that shop. Yeah, it's it's closed down now because of the pandemic, unfortunately. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking fucking crazy. But you know, I know that she's also done this type of work before. I haven't had the chance to like to talk to her about it. Um, yeah. just because, you know, we'd be busy. Yeah. But like I'm just glad that, you know, I can help shot put help help put shine on people who are like like the legends in like the black tattoo community. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's just 
I just wanted to create that that vessel to just, I don't know, communicate all of that, you know? That's great, man. I think, you know, I'll give you this. I think that you should make a book about it. That'd be great. I think you should make a book about it, you know? Dude, do it even better. Make like a documentary about it. Yeah. That'd be fire. Yeah. All, all in one, make a book, little documentary about it, you know, include, you know, tattooers that paved the way and people that inspired and people that are going to keep pushing it forward. Because I feel like once that is put out there, you know, like I said, you're going to inspire a lot more people, a lot more like, because like, like what we're talking about, man, like if you're a black tattooer and you just feel disconnected from the artwork that you see, because you don't see yourself in it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think it's crazy because like the framework of a traditional tattoo is probably the best for like darker skin. 100%. Yeah. It is the best. Like, you know, that's usually like, I'm going to tattoo somebody. I try to break it down in that way. Cause I know it's probably gonna be the most effective way for it to look really good on them. And like, uh, too many times, you know, it's like, since the designs don't relate, you know, and there's a bunch yeah. of traditional tattoo imagery here. And like, you're a hundred percent right. I'm like, it's all these like, you know, tiny nose blonde girls everywhere, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. like, like, you know, I, I love, I love, I, I, I like Eagles. They're cool. But it's like, like, as you know, Black people, we're not like patriotic to this country in the same way that that white people are because we were owned by this country, you know, and we're still getting fucked over by this country on a daily basis. So like, you know, we we don't really see an ego and be like, oh yeah, let me put that on me. Let me be patriotic. It's, it's a different energy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like what, so what is the type of imagery that you are attracted to? Uh, So I love lady heads. Like that's, that's really what I like to do. I like, if I could do that, for my whole career, I'd, I'd be kind of happy at this point, okay. you know? Um, but I like, not everybody wants lady hit all the time. So like I incorporate things like, uh, black people, we have a special connection with our hair, you know, like every, every black person has some type of relationship where they're, they sit in a salon for hours, getting their hair braided, um, you know, permed, like, you know, getting some, some weave in or, you know, whatever, or a black man who sits at the barbershop getting lined up, every like two weeks, you know, we have a very, very special connection and like a purpose with our hair. So like doing like comb imagery, I have this, uh, this flash of this thing called blue magic, which every black person knows what blue magic is. We can damn near smell it. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lubricant that is used to like braid down our hair half the time, like when we're growing up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like they're like, you know, I have a flash of like a hot comb, which is like a lot of black people can feel like a, like the hot comb on their necks when they're getting their hair done. I know a lot of your white viewers are probably, they probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But like the fact that like, like black people probably know, like, like if I say blue magic, hot comb, like, you know, like uh, locking gel, like, we we get the connection yeah. you know what i mean and that's kind of how i make my art like what's something that is like very specific to us as black people that i can use to you know kind of like empower us you know that somebody will want to put on their body you know what yeah. i mean some of my favorite like some of my most popular like flash are like skulls that have like afros or like bantu knots and stuff like that do you even do you know what a bantu knot is i do not okay cool (laughs) it's just it's a style that we put our hair in. it's like uh it's uh it's a protective style but it's also just fashionable you know what i mean um if i showed you a picture you'd you'd be like oh okay i've seen people walk around with their hair like that yeah you know what i mean so it's like very very specific things for the black community um that honestly like what like 
there's a lot of trolls who are like like white trolls who like come on my page and say it's only tradition like it's just traditional but like black and sure you know like like it's not just that yeah. you know what i mean it's not just like oh i took a random a random white pinup and just made them black it's like it has an energy to it black people can feel that energy and that's why it radiates with us so much um and that's why like i'm happy to keep doing this type of work because you know i know at the end of the day i don't know black people respect it yeah yeah i think that's awesome man like man i'm blanking out on the name of this tattooer but he does some beautiful like uh pinups and one thing that I think is dope about the way he does them is like the focus is literally on the eyes and hair. Most of them have they have no face. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, really? you're talking about um, uh, I think his name is uh Darnell White or Daryl White. It might be Daryl White. Yeah, I think it might be Daryl White. Mm-hmm. He's sick. Oh yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's so sick. Like he's doing just like a face, just eyes, you know, and then cornrows, and then they're just beautifully done like you know he'll do he'll do girls with like curly you know hair like curly froze like in the emphasis is on those things on like the 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 hair the culture because it's such a strong i mean man you go you go to certain neighborhoods like you know like especially like hispanic and black neighborhoods there's like barbershop next to barbershop next to hair salon next to, it's like because it's it's huge you know mm-hmm. absolutely it's, yeah we don't go to super guts <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so it's like it's just it's just it's just such a a powerful connection that I have with my art like I really draw myself when I'm drawing this flash I I pull from my my life I pull from the experience of my friends I pull from the 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 love that black people have for each other like it's just like I don't know it's like like Afro-Americana is me you know not not saying everybody's Afro-American but like 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 when I draw, that's like where I pull from. It's it, I pull from me as a as a black queer thirty uh, year old, like who has who's grown up in a certain in a specific way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. From your experience, like, what are the differences overall? Like, from tattooing, because we've talked a lot about color. I think it's been a crazy thing in the past like couple of years of like seeing a boom of like. On, online of like you can do or can't do color on like darker you know darker mm-hmm. skin tones yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and like i know for a fact that you can like you can you just have to make the right choice yeah and like it's crazy like these discussions of like oh you can or can't do it because like there are images like you can see tattoo artists that are doing this it's just that they may not be pushed into the mainstream space. Yeah. Uh, Cause like when you look at a lot of like, I don't know, larger like tattoo collection pages, like, you know, the Instagram, like hundred thousand followers where they, they share tattoo and stuff like that. You rarely ever see black people. Like very rare. Like you rarely ever see like black clients. You rather rarely ever see black artists. Um, and there are so many like dope, black people, black artists who are doing these super colorful black uh, back pieces that are doing these uh, vibrant tattoos on our skin. And people are still being like, oh, you can't do color on black people. There's 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 evidence. Yeah. Like, there's quite literally evidence on on the Internet, on people's skin. If you're just walking around like Atlanta or something like that, or like, you know, more black places in, in New York, you see people walking around with these nice, vibrant tattoos. Yeah, they may not heal it like. I think people misconstrue how tattoos heal on white people versus how tattoos heal on black people. And I think that that's, 
part of the disconnect? I think yes. that's what people are saying when they say you can't do it. I think what they, they mean is you can't make it look like as bright as a white guy. Like mm. it, it, if, if we, if you were to get the same tattoo as me yeah, and it healed a month or two later, mm. same colors were used. It's going to look different. Yes. And I think is. that's what people are, are, they're trying to say, but they're just saying it wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think some people are trying to say it. Some people are also just ignorant, just, you know, they're just going to be like, oh, black people shouldn't get color, can't get color. But like, yeah, it's it's just a, it's just a difference. And I think um, people think just because it's not like as quote unquote, like bright, like the contrast on our skin, it works beautifully. Like the, the contrast of like a, like a nice, like healed yellow into our skin it, it pops on us in a different way that it pops on, on white people. Like, and I don't see it as a, Oh, this is less vibrant thing. I just see it as a, like, Oh, that's a beautiful, that, that, that color healed beautifully on us. You know what I mean? It's just, things just heal differently. And I think that people, I don't know, they, they don't want to adjust their tattooing for black people because they're either don't know how they're lazy um, or they're just racist. You know, one of one of the three, you know, I like to, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and say that it's not because they're racist, but I think that they just, they don't know any better. They don't know how to do it and they're lazy. Like, yeah. They know what works and they don't want to, they don't want to change their formula for a different skin tone. So they just say, no, I don't do that. Yeah. And I would even say that like the laziness comes from racism because they don't like, they don't want to try to tattoo us like, and the, that thought process of I don't want to try to tattoo black skin better is like a like that's a that's kind of a racist like within this racist system that we are in. That's just kind of an underlying thought. It's just it's just like underlying racist thoughts that, you know, kind of like stem from that system. I mean, dude, I'll I'll admit to something years and years ago, you know, I had a very famous tattooer, black tattooer ask me to, oh, I really love your work and I want to get tattooed by you. And I was like, oh, I'd love to. And they're like, what do you want to get? And they wanted to get a King Tut, you know, uh, gold, like Pharaoh's head yeah. type of thing, you know? And they were like, that I want, it, I want it in color. And I was like, oh, I would love to do this in black and gray, you know? I would rather do this in black and gray, you know? Because they wanted to look kind of realistic, you know? They wanted yeah. to go for a more realism look. And I felt like I can pull this off more intentionally to how I wanted, how I wanted to look. And I was so cut up on how I wanted it to look and not so much on like, if I would have still done the tattoo for this person and I did it in color, it still would have looked really good. But I was so caught up on like my own, like how my end, the end result that I'm looking for mm -hmm. other than just giving her a good tattoo. And, you know, I felt at the time I was like, I felt like I was like doing the right thing by telling her like, why don't we just do this in black and gray? It'll look sick. And at the end of the day, I was like, I still could have done this color, this tattoo in color. I would just have to make different choices. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right about that. I was like, you know, I was my own stigmas of like, oh man, it's not going to heal how I want it to heal. You know, I was like, but maybe I could have just changed it up and I could have just experimented. But now I'm much more experienced tattooer. And I feel like I would approach, you know, this is over 10, this is like at least 10 years ago. You Th know? This was another experienced tattooer that you were about to tattoo or that you did tattoo? She wasn't very experienced at the time. It was Duchess. From, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I know. 
It was Duchess. Do you yeah. think it's possible that you didn't want to do color more because you didn't want to give another tattooer a bad tattoo? Yeah. Well, like I said, I was like, I didn't want to like, I felt like, uh, the all like the, I feel like the end result will be closer to what you see of me. You know what I'm saying? If you let me do it in black and gray, if I do it in color, it's not going to look like the rest of my color work because I, I did I wasn't tattooing a lot of black people. Okay. At, so at you time. just, you just knew that the quality wasn't going to be up as up to par as you usually. Correct. Do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 To me, I was like, Oh, I can, I know, you know, that I can make this look closer to the rest of my work. It's is I think that's kind of sometimes it, you know, like if like somebody sees my color work and they're like, I love your color work. You know, it looks so like this, you know? And I'm like, Oh, like, well, I can do this, but I'm gonna, I'm, you, you know, that I'm going to adjust this, you know? Mm -hmm. I, and I feel like now I'm more knowledgeable and being able to articulate of like, yeah, I can do that tattoo. I'm going to make some changes to it to make sure that it looks as vibrant and it's like cool on you, no matter what skin tone you have. Yeah. And I think like one thing that's important is like, if you as a tattoo artist, you don't have experience like tattooing black people and you don't know how to make a good, uh, a good colorful tattoo on a black person or a good tattoo on black black person, period. You can say, Hey, I don't have the experience to really do this, but I feel like a lot of like people because of their own arrogance or, you know, whatever they blame the skin. And that's like, that's a big difference because I've had to reeducate a lot of my clients. Like I've had to do so much tattoo reeducation where it's like some people would be like, Oh, this artist said that I couldn't get this realism, like this black and gray realism tattoo because my skin was too dark. And I'm like, it's, it's black and gray realism. Like just, just do the shit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not even a, that's not even like a, like a, like a challenge for real, for real. Like you just have to make sure you add that contrast in there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, wouldn't you say that the darker the skin, the less likely you are to get that realism look? Like if, yeah. if, if someone's like really, really dark, you're not going to be able to get all those subtle grays in there. Yeah. Right? But like, yeah, but like, that's how, that's what I'm saying. You just adjust, you, adjust. you know what I mean? You just adjust like certain uh, values, you know, you just uh, use that dark t- that like their skin, whatever their skin, whatever, however dark they are, that's going to be the highlight. Right. So you just, you know, add just blacks, you know, like some, maybe, maybe like some midtones in there and call it a day. You yeah. know what I mean? And you could get a really good, solid, soft realism piece. It's just you have to plan it. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't want to have to think about that planning process. A lot of people are just like, oh, I do the tattoos I do. Um, This is my process. And if your skin is darker than a sheet of paper, I'm just not going to tattoo you. And like, it's because your skin is, is because your skin, you know what I mean? Like they want to say that our skin is bad. And that's the language that I really, really hate. It's one thing to say, I don't know how to do this. That's, I'm not educated on it. It's another thing to say, your skin is not good for tattoos. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Like, you know, I've done like a black and gray realism, like lions on like darker skin tones and they look sick. Even put white into the highlights and healed. Saw it healed and it looked really good. And I was like, damn. That looks tight. I was like, all right, this is, you know, and then I learned, I was like, kind of what you said. I was like, I, I used like techniques where I'm like much more like super high contrast. Yeah. Pretty much no midtones. It's just like heavy blacks to skin and then using textures with like a liner of just like, 
you know, the way you're applying dots, leaving still negative skin and stuff like that. Very minimal, like light grays. And then doing things where you're like literally like eliminating as much of their skin tone from through the background, like getting rid of all of their skin tone through the background with heavy, heavy blacks in the back. That way their skin tone really looks bright. You know, it looks much, much brighter. So it's wild that it's like you just have to go darker where you go dark, like go super dark. Like make sure you're blocking out big shapes and like everything just turned out much better. And I was like, oh, man, like you can do a lot of things, you know, you just have to learn. Yeah. And take the time, study, you know, like because there are so many uh, honestly, like realism is probably like the most common style for like like just black clients in general like just black people like realism that's just a, yeah that's just a, a thing that's just really popular because i think um it is the style that has been done the most and shown to work well on our skin a lot too yeah um from just artists in general uh like even my friend oba he does like great black and gray realism and it's like smooth you see like so many different like uh, transitions from like light grays to dark grays and even on like all skin tones he makes sure that he has that high contrast in there uh, so just studying these black artists that are doing this dope shit. And honestly, I'm going to be real. Half the time when uh, black clients, like when like black people ask me like, oh, who should I get tattooed by? I just suggest other black artists because like there's a lot of education that writers have to go through. Like whether it's, I mean, just off rip, just knowing how to tattoo our skin for one, but also making sure that uh, their shops feel comfortable for us. You know what I mean? Because uh, even one of my clients today, uh, uh, they walked in and they were like, they heard some some rap music playing. They were like, oh, I didn't expect this from this type of shot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, everybody's cool here. You know, it's a nice vibe. But like, you guys have a a welcoming environment, which is great, which is perfect. You know, a lot of shops don't have that, that warm, uh, welcoming feeling for black people to, to even feel invited into. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists, they don't ever post black, ta uh, black skin on their pages. Like you'll scroll down somebody's page. It'll you'll you'll be scrolling down like 100, 200 posts. No black skin at all. Just keep going. No black skin ever. I'd like to add to that because yeah. I if you scroll through mine, you, you won't see one black guy on there at all. But that's not because I turn them down. They don't ask me to, to tattoo them. Mm. So you can't always blame the artist for that. I just want to. <laughs> but like you you want to know why black people don't like come to you is because they don't see their skin on your page so they don't even feel right so it's a catch-22 yeah you know how are you going to get how are you going to get someone dark to feel comfortable to even ask to get tattooed by an artist if they don't have the stuff on the portfolio but you need the people to ask to have the stuff on the portfolio like it's, I guess, it's a weird, weird i guess it, it depends on how I guess it depends on how much you care, I guess. Like you could, you could like just be like, Hey, uh, I want to, you know, have like welcome more black people like into my tattoo space, like into my clientele. Um, yeah, you gotta be proactive. About yeah. It. You have to, you have to really go like, you have to be like, Hey, um, I don't, obviously my page doesn't show much so many black people. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, do a free or discounted tattoo on somebody who's melanated. You can just, just post that on Instagram. So I can add that to my portfolio. So yeah. we always see like, yeah, I can do this. You know, mm -hmm. it's like when you're developing a new style, you know what I mean? Like if you are a fucking new school artist and you want to get into neo-traditional or something like that, you're probably going to do some free or like reduced price neo-trad tattoos to like, like show, Hey, I can do this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like breaking into a new, 
a new genre. You you have to you have to really really be proactive about that. You know what I mean? A couple of years ago, when I was like working on a lot more like flash and designs that I wanted to do, I experimented on doing something where like I would post the same design and I would show it on white. Like you know, I was using skin tones as the background, you know, and I would do one on like you know, kind of like a more like white skin tone, one on like a skin tone like mine and someone like a darker brown skin tone. So you could see all tattoos, how it would look, how the same design would yeah. look in all different scenarios. And I was focusing a lot on, because I, I think if you can make a design that looks really, really good on a darker skin tone, is look going to look really, really good on a lighter skin oh, yeah, tone. Oh yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't always work the other way around. Did you mm-hmm. know you posted that? Yeah. How was the reaction? Um, I mean, the reaction was positive. I mean, people would just, you know, be like, oh, that's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But because um, I think that's great. And just recently, maybe like a month or two ago, a pound of flesh started putting out uh, different shades of yeah. their, their silicone or whatever. Yeah, my of. wife, uh, she she tattoos as well. Um, but she she also bought that that same pound of flesh where it's like the the uh, actually I don't think it was pound of flesh. It was a different, a different, different company, brand, but same, same shit. Yeah. yeah. Same concept. The, the people in the comments, you would think that they would be like, Oh man, thank you for doing this. Like they were not happy about it. Not because I, I don't even know why, but they were not happy because they weren't giving enough of a variety of skin tones. Like they were, they were chill with just like white skin mm-hmm. and like, whatever that's, that's what it is. But now that there was like three shades, the people who were somewhere in between, in the they, between. Were, they were upset now. Oh man. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. Like I, I've, I've seen that happen a lot with like in the makeup industry, you know, because like, they make so many like tinted moisturizers or, or like things like that. And like, I remember I bought like a tinted moisturizer, you know, to match my skin tone. And this company only had three. They had like a light, a medium and a dark. And I'm telling you straight up that like I used the medium and it was still very light, Yeah, you know, and the dark mm-hmm. one was like closer to me. So I was like, if I was just a little bit darker, like I, I wouldn't have anything, any products that would like fill the needs in this thing. And I feel like that's why people get upset because then there, nothing feels worse than feeling like not seen. That's kind of the problem. You know, if you're like, you're trying to, you come into a shop and, and, and you're looking for something and you're like, oh man, there's nothing here that like really I can connect with. You know what I'm saying? And same thing, like if you're looking for something to experiment and tattoo different skin tones and you're like, yeah, you're still not hitting me. You know, like I feel like not seen. Yeah. And it's like, it's a thing too of like, it's, it's all like the feeling of like, oh, it's almost there. Yeah. You know, like the feeling of like, oh, this is, this is almost where it needs to be. Um, and feeling still kind of like, like, okay, the effort was put in, like we're, we're a step in the right direction, but we still need to take like a, another step forward. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that feeling of like, yeah, like you wanting to like have that extra experience of like, yeah, like you want it to feel seen. You want to be like, oh, like I, I feel included in this shit now. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Oh, but also going back to the, uh, the, the flash example that you mentioned before, I used to just do all my designs on just a white background, mainly because uh, I'd just be drawing things traditionally and I just, it would just be on white paper. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but then I started using Procreate and then I saw uh, one of my tattoo homies, they posted one of their flash pieces on brown skin. And one thing that was really interesting that was like so specific, like people, they would see my flash on the white background and be like, oh, this is a cool design. This is really nice. How would it look on my skin? 
And I'd be like, I used to be like, it would look the same, you know, like, cause like 98% of my clientele is black. That's like, uh, so you could see a lot of like previous examples of my, of my tattoos on our skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just be like, oh yeah, just like look at, you know, my post that I posted recently. That's how it'll look essentially. Yeah. Um, but when I started doing the, the brown black, the brown backgrounds on my flash, that's when people are like, oh, wow, I could really, really see this on my skin. Now I know exactly how it's going to look. And uh, they felt they felt seen like like that, that feeling of like, oh, wow, this is like something that's for me. You know, and it's kind of interesting that I didn't even think about that until I saw, you know, another friend post that same thing. You know, I've noticed this with tattooing. You know, people want what they see. Yeah. You know, people just want what they see. Like if, if you. You could put a design, like you said, like, you know, and unless like you kind of show the opportunity there of like, oh, look at that. This works on, on on this skin tone and that skin tone. And then somebody's like, oh, shit, that would actually look cool on me. You know, because if not, then they're like, I guess that's maybe that doesn't work for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Overall, like the one thing that I like it, it, right now with like a lot of things that I've seen, because I follow this page uh, that this that started years ago and. Is dark skin body art. Do you follow yeah. that page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met the uh, met the owner of the page. He's really fucking cool. Yeah, dope. Cool you people. know, so he'll post a lot of tattoos that like you know just from a lot of different artists, and then sometimes I'll see him you know post tattoos that like I'm like okay that looks that looks unreal, mm-hmm. and that's the word. Like, like sometimes it looks unreal, and it's because it's like you know oh man like that looks too bright. I know that that's not gonna be the the final product. That creates sometimes unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, And I feel like it's really important that when you do a tattoo, that you do show the finished product. So people know, it's like, look, healed, this is going to look like this. But like when it's fresh, it's going to look like this. Because the, there's a bigger change, you know, from like the fresh product to the heel product on like different skin tones. Like I know that on my own skin tone, you know, like certain colors just don't look as bright on me and with clients that I have. So it's like, you have to make sure that you make those choices. Like some things that I've learned from tattooing, like brown people is go bright, man, go as bright as you can. You know what I'm saying? Don't use any muted colors. You're, you'd be crazy to use like some muted colors because that thing's going to mute down anyways, you know? So go brighter, know to adjust your style, you know, and, and learn to tattoo for the finished product, not for the photo. Yeah, exactly. Like when I'm tattooing now, because like I said, I've only been tattooing for four and a half years. I'm still very, very new to all this shit. Yeah. And a lot of the things I've learned is just trial and error. You know, I've bought it. I've bought so many hundreds of dollars of inks just for the specific purpose of seeing like, how does this translate into our skin? You know? Um, and just knowing, okay, I'm going to use this super, super, super bright red and then maybe use this just kind of solidly bright red. And I know that that solid red, that solid red might turn into a muted red once it's finally healed on that person's skin, you know? Mm -hmm. So just a lot of like fucking trial and error and just knowing, yeah, like you said, like tattooing for that healed, uh, that, that, that healed look, because that's the tattoo they're going to have for the rest of their life. Yeah. That would be great. I, I, I'm sure somebody has done this but I feel like I just thought of this where you're talking about showing flash on different colored toned backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I would love to have three, three clients, white guy, somewhat medium dark, and then like a dark guy and give them the same exact tattoo using the same ink, same needles and everything. 
and photograph the progress of that tattoo aging and oh, yeah. see the differences of what it looks like over the next couple of months to the next couple of years. I think that'd be really, really interesting to not only see for yourself, but to show it out there to be like, Hey, you know, this is what a heel tattoo looks like on all these different skin tones. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think that's great. You know, like uh, I had a tattoo that I posted on my page, one that I did on Ink Master, you know, um, and uh, I had somebody be like, Oh, that tattoo healed terrible. And I'm like, that tattoo looks great. I don't know the hell, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Like that's how that tattoo is going to heal. Like that, that looks like a solid heel tattoo. And like when I looked through his page, he didn't have one, you know, brown person at all. And I'm like, you don't even know what, what tattoos like, you know, heels like, you know, on another skin tone. So how could you comment on this? You know, it's not your place. And I think like that's, it's important to like, if you don't know about something, just stand back, and just listen and watch and learn. And, and th- before you start making assumptions, you know? Yeah. It's so easy to just be like, I don't have anything to say about this. Yes. It's so easy to say that. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, if, if you had any advice for like younger tattooers that are like, are, are looking to step into this different world of tattooing, because I think it's a different world of tattooing. Just go into it with care. That's, that's really the most important thing. Like outside of like how good you are with like tattooing black people and stuff like that, like literally just like see, see us. I, I, I know, I know y'all are tired of us saying like being seen, da, 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 but like, like treat us like, like people treat our skin with care. Um, and that's really the best thing that you, that you can do. Cause when you think in that mindset, you don't think, just think like, oh, I need to blast this color in. I need to like dig this, dig this color in deep into their, to their skin because it's not showing through. You're, you're like, oh, you know what? Cause the tattoo process is the same. Like it's not it like tattooing white people and black people is really different from a, from a technical standpoint. It's, it's, you know, the needle still going in one to two millimeters. You're still trying to, you know, pack pack color in, saturate it, um, while also just not overworking the skin. It's, it's, it's not a significantly different process. It, there are slight differences, like, you know, making sure you're looking out for, um, you know, our skin swelling too much and then overworking while our skin is like swollen and stuff like that. Uh, knowing when to stop, when to take breaks, stuff like that. But just treat us with, with care, treat our skin with compassion. And when you do that, you're going to learn how to like learn the intricacies uh, of tattooing black people. Also, I mean, just talk to black artists. That's like, we're, we, we have the experience in this. Like if you really want to learn how to tattoo black people, then talk to black artists. I don't know, just really uh, put the highlight on black artists, to be honest, because like, we're the ones who are really doing the work. And like one, one thing that is kind of annoying is when like, like uh, black artists, we're telling people, Hey, you can get color, you can get color. And then like one popular white artist might do, a couple color pieces on some black people. And then they're like pushed to the top of like, Oh, these, this, this person is, is great at doing black uh, color on black people. It's like, but like, there's like a thousand other artists who are doing the same shit, like at a even better quality, but like have no type of like recognition, any type of recognition, attention, any of that. Like when I say there's like two different industries, I don't really even mean that in a divisive way. It's just kind of matter of fact, you know, like, the 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 clients that I get, they also get tattooed by other black people because yeah. they feel welcomed and they feel um, like their skin is being celebrated instead of just being tolerated. You know, you know, we're somewhere that it's so clear to see that. And it comes from like it's something that's older now, but like 
the magazine, the tattoo magazine industries, you know, and the, and like, when you think about like in the, you know, mid two thousands and before that, even dude, I could tell you straight up, like, I don't remember seeing like any tattoos on black people and tattoo magazines. There's never been a, like one person of color on like the ink mags, like little, uh, uh, what what are the girls called the 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 ink mag girls where they like do the contest shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. like there's not been like one person of color to ever be on ink mags magazine outside of somebody that's like maybe like a like a famous black tattoo artist or something like that but just like regular person entering these contests no you know what i mean so it's like I, you know, you, you, we could, we could argue, you know, whether it's purposeful or not, you know what I mean? But it's just a matter of fact that it hasn't happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just a common thing that we, that, that we see, we as black people see that like just either gets overlooked or just purposefully just saying, fuck it, you know, with other, with, with other people, you know? And it's interesting because I'm not saying any of this as a, there's a, there's a us versus them type of thing going on. I mean, there's kind of, I think it's one of those things that like, you know, like I'm sure black people notice it, but to us, we don't think about it. Yeah. You know, like we just don't think about it at all. You're like, Oh yes. You know, but we don't think we just don't acknowledge it and, and, and don't do anything to change it really. Because it's like, you know, we just, you're just going about your day. You're like, Oh, like that's the thing. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Time for my appointment. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just completely forget about it. It's yeah, like, like you just yeah. don't acknowledge it, you know, it's like, yeah. but it's true. You know, like when I think about like, you know, the old magazines that I would get back in the day, like, you know, like either a tattoo magazine or like skin and ink magazine. And they'd have like on all these tattoo magazines would always put like some pretty girl covered in tattoos on the covers, bro. I could literally not mention one. Me neither. Not one, dude in like years of tattoo publications. Like I can't mention one cover where it's like, oh, there was like a, this beautiful black woman in the cover. I mean, that's why they, they came out with Urban Ink, isn't it? Yeah. To, you know, to appeal to a very specific yeah. group of people, you know? So it's like, I don't think you're wrong by saying it like there's two industries because it, it, the industry kind of made it that way. Because like, and I say this because like, it's, I, and I, I try not to pay attention to trolls, but like, it's just interesting how many people come into like, you know, my comments, my personal like comment section and say like, oh, this is bullshit. This is divisive. This is whatever the fuck. And like, I really, I just like, I'm just like, you don't care. You really, really just don't care. And like, it's very apparent. And a lot of artists don't give a fuck. And I honestly, like, if you don't give a fuck, you don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not here to try to convince to convince anybody. I'm here more so to just say, like, hey, support Black artists, support like, at, at like, my client, like, Black people uh, who are getting tattooed, who love getting tattooed. Um, just go where you're embraced. Just point blank, period. And that's even why I mentioned before about just caring about Black skin. When you care for us, you, we can feel it. We 100% know when somebody cares about tattooing black people and doing it well, doing it efficiently and doing it safely. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a felt thing. Do it, man. Cool. Perfectly put, man. Yeah. I uh, they say that before we wrap it up. Cause I know we're getting yeah, like, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I do want to touch on one thing that we talked about earlier. It's been dying. I'm, it's been killing me all day. So you mentioned to me that you were the first one kicked off of ink master. Mm-hmm. So you had the least amount of airtime, but you've gained the most followers on Instagram out of everybody who was on the season. 
<laughs> How did you do it? Okay. So like a uh, little backstory. So like when I went on to compete for the show, I had like 8,000 followers yeah. roughly. Um, so got eliminated. I was like, damn, this sucks. I already know that the trolls are going to hate my style. Like, so I'm like, let me just give them as little to fucking troll me about as possible. So I'm like, let me ramp up my marketing. Uh, so at the time, this is when, when Instagram was like really like pushing reels and shit like that. Like this is when they first, first started really pushing reels aggressively. So I was like, okay, I'll just post reels every day. You know, I'll just... My, I'm a I'm an attractive person. Let me put my face up like at the start of video and then show my tattoos. And I know that my tattoo style is something that people haven't seen before. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this will get some traction. Hopefully I get over 10,000 followers by the time the show starts. So from like June to I want to say like October, I grew from uh, uh, 8,000 to what was it? 45,000 followers. And that was before the show even got announced at all. You know what That's I mean? so wild. Just yeah. doing it on your own, like yeah. without any of the extra shit, just like, hey, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to put my work out there harder. Yeah. I was like, I really need to to push to like put my work out there because like it just sucks to lose first. It, it just it just sucks to go home in the first episode. I was like, uh, let me let me do my best to market myself. And then after the show uh, got, got announced, I went from... Uh, 45 to 77, I think I'm at now, uh, 77,000, or I might be at like, I might be at 78. Uh, but it's kind of interesting because I don't necessarily think that that was from a lot of, uh, Ink Master followers though. Like, I don't think that the people who follow Ink Master really, uh, really want to follow the artist that much, you know, even like Charlene, who's an amazing fucking artist, yeah. great art, like phenomenal fucking work. She went from, I think, like 16,000 to, I think she's at like 30-ish thousand. Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. Like, she should have way fucking more than that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and I think even like with me, I feel like maybe, maybe like 5,000 uh, of those of those accounts that follow me, like, come from Ink Master of their own volition of just seeing like, oh, he's on the show. Let me go search him and follow him. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the marketing that I did was like me saying, oh, I'm going to be on Ink Master. And a lot of people know from previous seasons of Ink Master that like they do they they did a lot of bullshit on like, oh, uh, this this is the dark skin canvas. This is the hardest canvas of the day. Da, 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 da. Like they like they know that I want to do that. You know, they see I own like I pretty much only tattoo black people. They see that like. I would never complain about no shit like that. I, I highly like I, I speak highly of black skin and they know that I would be excited about. So like a lot of people were like, oh, yes, somebody who's not going to shit on black people on Ink Master. Great. And they like and because of those types of uh, those people being excited about seeing me on the show, they they my reels got just elevated a little bit more. And people were like, uh, we're sharing it, you know, uh, commenting a lot of people were like, it was on a lot of people's sport pages. So the, the Ink Master content got popular and that's how I rose. But I don't think that I got a lot of followers from directly from the show, from the show. Yeah. It's just from, from you putting in the work. Yeah. Man, that's magic right there. Yeah. That's magic, man. And like social, you're really good at social media, dude. Oh, thank you. You're really good at it. I think you, you said something that was key that most artists hate. And that is like, I want to start the videos with my face, you know? So we were like, Hey, I'm the person behind this. And then look at this, you know? And I feel like so many artists are like, they want to do the opposite. Like 
They want to be like, look, they want to put the canvas in front of their face to cover themselves <laughs> up. Like, look, this is what I do. Come get this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, no, man, put yourself in front. Like, you're the you're you're the person making this, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy because like I before I started like, you know, making like being really serious about making reels in like June, I hated I hated making videos like I really, really did. I barely made reels before that. I, it was just something about the video editing process. I was like, this is annoying. I don't like to do this. I was really, really stubborn. It Being is a lot on, of work. It is so much work. It, it is so much work. But you, to make content creation, like to do it better, you have to make it easier for yourself. You know, and I've, I've been telling people like when they ask me like, how are you more, how are you consistent? I'm like, I don't spend that much time making the videos. Like yeah. I, I shoot a lot of B-roll. I shoot a lot of like random you know, like if I'm about to set up, just do a wide like panning shot of like my setup, you know, do a little selfie or something like that, like to take random videos just whenever. And then those are for future use. So when I actually go to make the video, it's like it's like a five, 10 minute process of making that like making one video. So, yeah. you know, I, I had to really make it easier for myself to be like a lot more consistent. But yeah, I was I was stubborn as fuck. Yeah, like I was I was really fucking stubborn, but I knew that. Being on a world stage like Ink Master, I'm like, I, I only have essentially like like 15 minutes of fame. So yeah. like, let me let me use this as much as I can, because I'm it's it's not going to happen in the same way again. Yes. Absolutely. I would love to start taking B-roll and putting it into videos that are completely out of context of that B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> like show my setup of a palette and then show a tattoo that does not use those colors at all. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I feel like that would just fly over people's head. You know, like like just set up like an all black and gray wash palette. You know what I'm saying? And then just do a brightest tattoo, like, you know. But that would be the brand that people would follow you for too. Yeah, this is crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got so some fun. good ideas in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I think like being a... Uh, uh, really like taking ownership of being a content creator, you know, it's, it's huge. You know, you have to know that it's like, this is part of my job now. I'm sorry, guys, if you're a tattooer, it's a sad truth, but yes, you do, you do have to make content, you know, to support your work. It's part of your work, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I know that when, maybe when you started tattooing, you're like, I just want to be a tattooer and I just want to make tats, you know? Well, you know what? Times change. The business has changed. You know, I feel like, and if you embrace it, and you figure out a way to make it fun for yourself. And if you may figure out a way to make it efficient, like you have, it's like, yeah, I don't spend that much time on it. It's just, you know, then you can get better at it. And maybe you could do way more tattoos and meet more people. Yeah. And like every business changes. Like there's there's no business that doesn't change ever. So it's like I'm I'm sure, you know, in the in the 80s, people didn't have their own personal like assistants handling their bookings and stuff like that. That was an aspect that changed later on, like as the, as people grew, the industry grew, you know what I mean? People were like, Oh, I need to hire my own assistant. That's what I need. And that's just, you just kind of have to chalk that up and be like, yes, this is now a part of what I need to, I need to earn more money so I can afford uh, an assistant. I need to earn more money. So if you, if you hate social media, I mean, hire somebody, you know, that's, that's another option, you know, like just add an extra 10% to your to you, to your tattoos. um, And then just hire a social media person. And that social media person could like earn you an extra 5,000 a month, you know, like, yeah, so it, sure. you know, it, it, it goes towards, uh, towards your business, you know, uh, but every business changes and you have to change with it or you're going to get lost. That's just kind of the, the, the unfortunate or it's just part of the nature of business. Really? Absolutely, yep. man. Absolutely. You know, what's crazy, Matt, 
Like we've had a few, like, you know, you've been tattooing for four years, you know, uh, Ennis was here like last week, you know, he's been tattooing for like a year and a half. And like you guys have sometimes have, you know, brought things that, you know, we've had tattooers that have been for a really long time. And like you sense their stubbornness in certain things, you know, mm-hmm. and you guys just look at things completely different. And I feel like that's some of the value of having these conversations with younger tattooers because you get, you guys just look at things differently and you're not intimidated by these new things that some, you know, tattooers that have been doing it for like 12, 15 years are like just stuck. Yeah. yeah. Just stuck, you know? And like, it's like, look, man, like if you're not going to do it, there's a guy like Aaron, bro, that's going to crush <laughs> it, dude. And you're going to be like, fuck. You know, and I and I guarantee in ten years when these fucking uh, uh generation alpha fucking children get older, they're like, oh, we were born with phones in our hands. Like, of course we're gonna make reels and like do whole like they'll probably have like five different channels. They'll have like a YouTube, TikTok, uh, you know, Instagram, whatever the 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 next big social media is gonna be, and they're gonna be posting on that all consistently. And that's probably gonna be an unfortunate aspect of like the the industry within the next 10, 15 years where we're going to be, have to be on there constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're going to hop on that and be like, yeah, I could do this easily. And do sick tats. And do sick tats. Yes. That's it, man. Well, all right, let's wrap it up. I want to thank our Patreon supporters. Yeah. If you would like this help support the show, we are actually looking to upgrade our equipment and all of your support from Patreon is going directly towards that. And we appreciate it so much. So, this week, we have a new member who jumped on, Tara Fung. So thank you very much, Tara. And thank you very much to everybody else who supports the show. If you want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash honest tattooer, select a tier that's appropriate for you and become a patron supporter just like Tara. Thank you. Yeah, we would love to have uh, shows where we have more guests all at once. You know, like I feel like shows like this are are, are great because we get to have like a one on one conversation with you. You know, but I think there's also so much fun about having a full discussion group. You know, where we have like yeah. six people in here and we all get to like you know chime in. It's a very different dynamic to the show, but it's entertaining nonetheless in a different way. Yeah. yeah. So the the episode with Bobby and Brian, we've we've done this before, but. Th- Yesterday was uh, the eye opener that like we need more equipment, <laughs> we need more mics, yeah. we need more cameras. Yeah, because yeah. I would have loved to be on that little mega episode y'all had. Like that, it it, it seemed I was I was like, oh, this seems fun. I like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was definitely definitely cool, and I think like that's a good one. I can't wait for you guys to uh, tell us what you thought about it, and uh, most of all, for you guys to keep tuning in because we love doing this. So thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Aaron, thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye.